0: Gospel of Luke, I invite you to stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory I to you, O right? I will show you yeah. what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. That one is like a man building a house, who dug deeply, and laid the foundation on rock. And when the flood rose, the rivers burst against the house, but could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the rivers burst against it, immediately it fell, and great was the ruin of that house. Here ends the reading. Please be seated. Well, good morning, people of God. I'll begin with these words from Psalm 19. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. It is so good to be with you this morning. Thank you, Pastor Sarah, for inviting me to be here on this day as you celebrate. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Again, I'm uh, Pastor Lori Scott Anderson, and I serve as the Bishop of the Northwest Synod of Wisconsin. Just a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up on a farm in southwest Minnesota uh, on the Des Moines River in Jackson, Minnesota. I love to garden, and yesterday I canned 16 pints of tomato salsa. Does anybody want any tomatoes? <laughs> I, uh, before going to seminary, I was a teacher, and I taught in high school. I was a high school volleyball coach in Hillner, Minnesota. I served as a parish pastor in Minnesota for over 27 years. The last 12 years, the last parish I served was in Pelican Rapids, Minnesota, which isn't too far from Fargo. Does anybody know where Pelican Rapids is? Oh, there's a couple people who know where that is. All right. (laughs) Uh, In the last eight years, I've served on the Senate staff here in Wisconsin. I live in Menominee. My husband, Randy, is a pastor. We have three adult children and three above-average grandchildren. <laughs> the youngest one, our grandson, was born on May 31st, so he's just a little over three months old. So I want to begin this morning, first of all, by saying thank you to you all. Thank you for your partnership in ministry. We are church together, your congregation and the 195 congregations of the Northwest Synod. We are church together for the sake of the world. And I am grateful for all the ways that we work together and we partner together so that the next generation comes to know and love Jesus. I am grateful for your partnership in ministry that supports our, the four Bible camps that are in our Synod and the three Lutheran campus ministries that are in our Synod. And I am grateful for the way that we partner together in our work to, to help hungry people through our World Hunger Appeal and the way that we work together to help others who are on the edge or in danger, or in need through Lutheran social services, Lutheran disaster response, and Lutheran world relief, and all the other good things that we do as a church through our universities and our seminaries and our, and our global missions. And especially I'm grateful for our partnership that we have with the church in Malawi, Africa, that 20-year companion relationship that we've had with our friends in Africa. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your partnership and ministry over these many years. And, and most importantly, congratulations. Congratulations on your 150th anniversary as a congregation. That's a big deal. Give yourselves a round of applause. So have you ever, um, so I wanted to get you a a congratulations card. You know, so have you ever gone to the store and stood in the card aisle? And tried to pick out a card that was just perfect for the event. Just raise your hand if you've ever done that. Yeah, we've all done that. So I went to the store and I went to find the section that said church anniversaries. Uh, Well, anyway, this is what I found. and I wasn't really impressed, but so I found this card and it said, congratulations on your 150th anniversary. You're an old church. Uh, (laughs) Laughter sound right. I'm not going to buy that card. Or how about this one? This is a really pretty one. It says congrats. Congratulations. It's your anniversary. Your great great grandparents were awesome. (laughs) You did a bunch of good stuff generations ago. That's not a very good congratulations card either. I'm not going to get that one for you. I went through so many cards looking for the perfect card for this occasion. Here's a pretty one. It says congratulations. Congratulations on your 150th anniversary. Give yourselves a pat on the on the back for all the good work and the faithful ministry you used to do. <laughs> That's not right either. Oh, but here's one. It's got a cross on it. This is going to be the right one. I know this is going to be the perfect card for your anniversary. Here it is. Happy 150th anniversary. Congratulations. You have a future. Some good, I that's that's the one I finally settled on to get for you. It's hard to pick out the perfect card in the card aisle, isn't it? Congratulations, United Lutheran and Prairie Farm. I wish you many, many more years of faithful ministry walking together in Jesus' name. Congratulations for your 150 years of serving the Lord, for having faith and the courage to look forward. To look forward and to joining God's ministry and mission. That's what I want to say to you today. I'm so happy for you and I'm excited for your future For because you're here. You're here for good. You're here for good and you're here to do good in Jesus' name. And congratulations and thank you for your faithful partnership in ministry. I'm grateful for the support of the work that we do together do together, so that we can do good for the sake of the world. So, the main point of the sermon today is this. Your church is built on a rock, a solid foundation, not shifting sand. Wise people build on a rock foundation, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Wise people build on a rock foundation. And like we read in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, you are a living stones that will build the future ministry of this church. You are the ones that will build the future on the rock-solid foundation of the past with Jesus Christ as your foundation, as with Jesus Christ as your cornerstone. And that firm foundation means that your church is here for good to do good. That's the main point. We're here to celebrate your 150 years of faith-filled worship services. We're here to remember your ancestors, the ones that organized and built this church, and built it so that you all would have a place to worship, a place to sing and give glory to God. Your ancestors worked to build this church, and they invested precious time and energy and money into this church. And they built this building with a firm foundation that would stand the test of time. The church is here to stay. It is here for good, to do good. Now, the rock that I brought this morning is actually from the farm that I grew up on in southern Minnesota. And as a farm kid, I picked a lot of rocks in the spring. Anybody here pick rocks in the spring? Oh, somebody remembers. So before you plant, you always have to go out in the field and pick rock. And many of the bigger field stones were used to build the foundations of of buildings. The farmhouse that I grew up on, that I grew up in, in Jackson, Minnesota, had a field stone foundation. You know what a field stone foundation is? Yeah. So you take those rocks from the field and you use them to build the basement, the foundation to the house. So that growing up on a farm, being a farm kid, that's part of my foundation of who I am today. I am not afraid of hard work. I'm not afraid of manual labor. I still love to dig in the dirt and plant my garden. I am patient and I wait for the plants to grow. I am practical, but above all, I am hopeful. I am hopeful that even if it's been a rough year, even if there's a drought or hail, I am hopeful for the next year and the next spring. I am hopeful, hopeful and willing to begin again, hopeful and willing to try new things to help my plants grow. This rock is a symbol of my rock-solid foundation as a farm kid, as a farm kid. Now, these days in my work as a pastor and as a bishop, I focus on spiritual growth and the life of the people, the spiritual life of the people here in the Synod. Now, on the farm that I grew up at, about five miles from the farm, was the church that I attended as a child, Petersburg Muslim Church, my home church. It's a tiny, little, open country church, and the foundation of my faith was formed there. And I learned and experienced God's grace, and I heard and read God's word, and I learned about God's love. And that was the solid foundation of my faith. Now last summer, my home congregation celebrated its 150th anniversary, and they invited me to come back home and preach at my home congregation, which I was delighted to do. And I also got to preside at the baptism for my great-nephew at that 150th anniversary. And it was so wonderful for me to, to hold the future in my hands and to look in this little child's eyes and think about the, the, the future of this congregation at the same time celebrating the past and remembering the, 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 our ancestors who had gone before us to hold both the history and the future in our hands. We celebrate the faithful ones who have died before us, the faithful ones, that great cloud of witnesses who have the courage and wisdom and strength to build the ministry. And we look into the eyes of the children who are singing this morning, the eyes of the children singing this morning, the next generation, and we trust that they will carry it on, carry on and carry forward, remembering that all was built on the solid rock foundation of our faith in God's grace, in God's words, and in God's love. So congratulations United here in Prairie Farm for the good that you have done and the good that you will do in the future, remembering that you are here for good. I like reading really church histories and I enjoy thinking about um, what it was like when our early ancestors farmed the land and, and, and formed the congregation here in the prairie, and I marvel at them and, and all, they did all this before electricity, before telephones, before even paved roads. They organized a church and built a place for us to worship today. This church, just imagine this. Your congregation was built without sending a single email. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine organizing something without email. I wonder how these farm families, farming with horse and oxen, cleared the land, and were working only with And tools, raising all of their own foodie, how they even had time to organize and build a church. It must have been difficult, really difficult. Our reading today from 1 Peter chapter 2 is written during a difficult time in the history of the early Christian church. The early Christians were tortured and harassed because they believed in Jesus, because they believed that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God, who was born in Bethlehem who walked with his disciples around the Sea of Galilee, who taught them to love their neighbors. The early Christians, these early Christians believed that Jesus had been crucified by the Romans and three days later rose from the dead. Three days later rose from the dead, conquering sin, death, and evil. So these early Christians had to hide from the authorities to avoid being tortured and thrown in jail. First Peter was written to encourage them, when they were being persecuted for their faith. And the writer of 1 Peter reminds the people that even though they're going through a rough time, to remember, to remember, as the writer tells us, that you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you might proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Remember, the writer tells us, remember you are a living stone though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. See, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So dear friends, dear friends in Christ, When the going got tough for our ancestors who built this church, they kept on going. And it probably wasn't easy when your predecessors also decided to merge a congregation to form United Lutheran. They were were living stones built into this ministry. So remember, so remember this. Even living stones that are built on the foundation, on on bedrock beliefs in the cornerstone, that they are here to do good. You are living stones. So y'all received when you came in this morning a little handout that had that picture that I showed with the kids of, of living stones. It looks like this. Have yeah, one like that? Y'all have that? Okay. So this is kind of this is an exercise that you can do uh, sometime with, in, by yourself or with a small group in church or maybe your church council wants to do it. But it encourages you to identify your congregation's bedrock beliefs things that you really hold dear. And what are the most important uh, foundational pieces of your ministry? I encourage you to write those on the little stones in the diagram. But not only to do that, but to to write your own name on, those, on one of those stones, to remember that you are one of the living stones. And then also to imagine the future. And so on top of that foundation, draw a picture, write a few words, or describe what new ministry you might be invited to engage in it through this congregation. What is the Holy Spirit calling you to do next? Where are you to go now into the future? Because you have, you are a church. You have a future. What new ministry is God calling forth from you here in Prairie Farm? So I continue, encourage you to look at that that worksheet and think about it and imagine what your bedrock beliefs are and what you might be doing next. What are your next most faithful steps as you move into this? Future. So, the main point of the sermon is your church is built on a rock, a solid rock, Jesus Christ, not on shifting sand. It's your church is built on Christ's life, His death, His resurrection, and it gives us hope for the future. The future of this congregation is built on the solid foundation of its past, and we are the living stones built to build the future ministry of this congregation. You, You are the ones who will build the future on the foundation of Jesus. I am grateful and thankful for you all. Congratulations on your anniversary. Please pray with me. Almighty God, gracious Lord, we give you thanks for the 150 years of faithful ministry of the Saints of United Lutheran and Prairie Farm. We give you thanks that your spirit has been guiding and directing them through all these years to share the good news of Jesus both here and around the world. We give you thanks for Pastor Sarah and for all the leaders who have served here through the years, who have been using their various gifts and bearing witness to Christ in their lives. Inspire us in new, brand new ways to join in your mission. Give us creativity, energy, and passion for new ministries built on the solid foundation of those who have gone before us. We pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to guide and direct our ministry for the years to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.